You're listening to Mid-Atlantic Gravel, Travel, and Dirt. Hi, I'm Joey. And I'm Wes. I'm Brian. Welcome to episode 15 of Mid-Atlantic Gravel, Travel, and Dirt. We're back, baby. It's been two weeks since we've recorded. Yeah, it's been a long time. Feels know, like it seems month. like forever. That's um, it's hard doing that. It's hard stepping away from like a week because it's. We, yeah, I just forgot on Thursday we had a podcast. <laughs> you forgot on Thursday that one was coming out. I, I was. Did. I was still. Yeah. Yeah, because it <laughs> it always like cues me to listen yeah. because we record like I a couple days earlier. Thursday, I actually came to work the whole day there, uh-huh. and I was like, it was, I think it was around like two or so. I'm like, shit, Wes. We had our podcast coming up today. Like, I didn't do anything on the computer. Like, let's put it anywhere. I did some. I did. I know some. you were busy. And I was going to try to do that, but I had yeah. the flu. I was. I was able to do a little bit, but not a lot. So, episode fifteen. So, joining us later in the podcast is our friend Nadine and Hughes. patron Nadine Hughes. She recently joined you guys, the GTD crew at Grape Gravel Crusher. That's hard to say. Grape gravel crusher. I have a okay. time with grape the, gravel crusher. The things that are like crush those grapes. Grape gravel crusher. Grape gravel crusher. Crushing Pennsylvania. Pebble. Yeah. She's going to discuss the event with us and bring a unique female perspective. Some kind of cool. I, I haven't heard much about it. I've really not have talked to you guys about it. Um, and I don't want to until we get to that point in the show where we're going to talk about grape gravel. I know that I've heard a little bit. But I'm excited to hear the whole story. Nadine so, kicks I had a hard ass. ride. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You had the flu. You didn't do anything except <laughs> no. sit around and take pictures and <laughs> drink wine. Um, we're also going to catch up uh, with my adventures with Adventure Cycling on our tour through the Texas Hill Country. I'm going to talk a little bit about that. I'm not going to talk a lot about Did that. Did you hit any of those tornadoes? So <laughs> we got out of East Texas the day before oh, they rolled right, yeah. through. Good call, Dorothy. Didn't we warn yeah. you, too? Yeah, you did. Uh, we had horrible storms. Well, we'll talk all about that. Cool. And before we get started, let's uh, give a shout out and thanks to all of our new Patreon supporters. Who we got there, Joey? Uh, we have Ted J from Media PA. Thank you, Ted. Oh, yeah. that rolled off my tongue. Thanks, Ted. Thank you, Teddy. And then we have uh, Casey R from Solomon's, Maryland. That rings a bell. That's my lovely wow. daughter. Supporting yeah. Dad's podcast habit. Hi, Casey. Well, we Thank are, you. We are pretty good, so I don't know why I wouldn't support us. But. Oh, right. That's exactly right. Yeah. Thank you, Casey. That's very nice of you to support your dad. Yeah. I appreciate it. Through Patreon it. and just listening. Yeah. Thanks she for is, supporting She us. is a loyal listener. She's always like, the day after it comes out, like, calls me and we talk about what was on the podcast. So, well, And, and I'll give her a little shout out. She has got her own podcast that she's got in the works. Which she has her be, own? What? Yep. She's going to be doing... Well, you know, her, um, her husband... Uh, Brendan does like a fun podcast that I listen to and I support as a patron. Uh, and I'm going to give them a shout out. Launch Speed is the name of the podcast. And they talk about video games and technology and kind of weird stuff. Um, like a lot of bears. They've gotten onto this weird bear tangent. Like bears, bear like, beats. Bears, bears. Star Galactica. Yeah. And I think that's where it comes from. I think it comes. Have they talked about it. which bear is best? Yeah. Um, I, I don't know if they've talked specifically False. about that, but they talked about <laughs> l- last episode, they talked about a bear that, um, found boxes or 
cases of cocaine in the woods and (laughs) basically destroyed itself if if a bear does coke in the woods does it make a sound (laughs) it was it was a funny story um they they called it pablo escobar (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome so um so everybody launch speed podcast that's a fun one to listen to and casey and brendan are doing going to do one on history because you know she's a history buff and history teacher nice so that's coming up. And when that is launched, Nerds. we will make sure to uh, give her a big shout on that. So, again, thank you, Casey. Uh, what are we drinking tonight? Hold on. We have three cracks of the week. Oh, yeah. Let's all are do them. Is Hold it the same one? No. Or is it one after, like a waterfall? One, one, two, three. Who's first? I'll go first. Okay. Joey, then Wes. Is then your then finger me. on the trigger? Yep. All right. Ready? <laughs> that's that's cool. cool. That was cool. <laughs> that was cool. So we have got... Um, continuing. I hope it doesn't in, taste like ass. It smells very <laughs> floral. <laughs> it's flowery. Yeah. Continuing in the Left Hand Brewing Company uh, theme, those good folks out in Longmont, Colorado. Ooh. We have got Flamingo Dreams Nitro, and I, it was next to the the raspberry milk stout that I got for Joey, and I couldn't resist oh. picking it up because it's got a big. When pink did you get flamingo. this? I got it at the same time I got that. Oh, because on. Sunday coming back from Jersey, I saw this, but I was trying to hunt down more raspberry and they were out. Mm, but yeah. I saw some, they had other left hand there too. Like other than this? Yeah. Oh. And uh, that was on Sunday this week. So this is a can and it's a nitro can and it is a Ooh. berry blonde That's ale. Good. Yeah. <laughs> and I had one I of make these. make like a daiquiri with it or something. <laughs> it's tasty. I had one of these the other day and if you pour it into a glass, it is legit pink beer. Oh, you can see it. Yeah, it is like full-on pink beer. So um, after drinking that Wawa Mocha, though, it kind of like it's it's got like a weird sour on the back of my tongue. It's foamy and frothy. Sure Just is. like the, I'm gonna go get uh, some pink flamingos from my yard now. Nice. Yeah. So pink flamingo. Oh no, Flamingo Dreams Nitro from Left Hand. It is a berry blonde a hard pale. Um, no, it actually says on the side of the can, "Good from the can." So it's a blonde ale with raspberry and black. Good to go from seven. the can, like a pro in a glass. Four point seven percent with an eleven IBU rating. Oh, good! I can drink one of these and feel okay. Ingredients: Rocky Mountain water, malted barley hops, raspberries, black currants, and yeast. I want some Rocky Mountain oysters? It's a blonde ale with raspberries <laughs> and black currants added. Super smooth and refreshing. Subtle zing from berry notes with a striking pink color from the side of the can. I hope it stains our teeth. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, officer. I was drinking pink flamingo beer. So I just got back from Texas Hill Country, and that was why we had to record a couple of episodes last week uh, at the same time and release them one while I was gone. So I want to tell you a little bit about the tour. It was really incredibly beautiful um, were the flowers like yes all over so the it's it's the wildflower season in the hill country of texas and now that's sort of a misnomer hill country of texas you don't it's not mountains that you climb mm-hmm. it's a more like a canyon you ride down into so it's like you ride in and out of a hole as opposed to going up a mountain does that make sense though it does because the guadalupe river comes through the Texas and it's carved its way and it's created a canyon and so you're you're riding your bike in and out of that canyon which is so was there a lot of climbing oh yeah first day was I think 3300 feet in 40 miles Um, okay then there was a couple of days um where it was a little more tame you kind of up on out of out of the hole 
And so I think there was two or three days where we had about 3,000 feet of gain. Um, and then there was one big day, a 65-mile day, which, and, and this was crazy. It was hot. Um, and How hot was it, Brian? It was, it was high 80s, high 80s. And there was a, um, a tailwind. It's a tailwind from the – no, no, it's pretty dry. <laughs> um, a tailwind from the first part of the ride, and then we turned and climbed up again into like a probably 25 to 30 sustained and 40-mile-an-hour gust headwind for <laughs> 30 miles. Nope. It was rough. And luckily, that was not a day that I was on the bike. I was in the luggage truck. <laughs> but <laughs> – um, you know, we, we try to take care of folks out on the road. So we were running up and down the road, making sure everybody had water because people were running out of water in the last half of it. We were sagging people that were just really, it was too much. You yeah. Know? And you don't want to, you go on a trip like that. You don't want to hurt yourself. You know, you sure. want to be able to enjoy the whole week. Well, cause you still have the rest of your riding season right. to look forward to. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, jumping off the bike is, is a great option in my opinion you know there's no absolutely you know some people get a little hung up on that but yeah. i don't think there's any shame in saying hey yeah, i've had enough today i'm sure. done um we had uh some serious storms on the first day at the beginning of the day like lightning going on for three hours hail rain oh hail was, no yeah it was crazy <laughs> and um so that delayed our start by about three hours, which kind of made the first day a little weird, kind of twisted it sideways. You're just kind of sitting there twiddling your thumbs in the beginning, yeah. like waiting for... Yeah. Did you see Bill Paxton drive by? Nope. Not, there's cow. Same cow. No, nope, didn't see any of that. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> hey, how about that? Brian with a movie reference. Oh, yeah. Right? High that five. was Twister. High five. Wow. Woo! Um, no, it really was crazy, crazy lightning. We got lightning. cows. <laughs> crazy, crazy lightning. And uh, then about 11 o'clock, it kind of just went away. And so the window opened up and everybody, well, a few people jumped on the bike for the full day because it was a big day again. It was like a 60 mile, 55, 60 mile day or something like sure. that. Um, so some folks said, hey, roads are wet. Um, I'm going to shuttle forward to maybe the first stop or the second stop and kind of go from there. And that was a big climbing day too. And it got a late start. So, you know, again, that's a smart thing to do. Yeah. Um, then the rest of the week, except for that one wind day, we had beautiful weather. Was it that's the same gorgeous. group for the, t- the full two weeks or... Uh, so it was just a week. Okay. Just or it was a week. Okay. Yeah, but it took two and a half days for us to drive down there mm-hmm. and then two and a half days to drive back and a week tour in the middle. So it feels like I was gone a lot longer for a one week tour than normal. Um, and it was, it was the, the blue blonde, blue bonnets were in bloom, wildflowers, all kinds of wildflowers. Um, I'd, I'd recommend that tour in Texas roads. Shoo, man. I mean, wide open. Usually, you're either on little tiny roads where there is no traffic, or you're on roads with good shoulders, or even those rare instances when you got on a busier road that didn't have a shoulder. The people down there are awesome. Okay. It's like, man, they give you all the space in the world. They're changing lanes. They're getting out of your way. There's no horn blowing. There's no... I mean, it's just... No rolling coal with all the trucks down there? No, nothing. Southern hospitality. I have heard mixed reviews on that, though. We have another buddy, Craig, that's down there. Really? And I've heard opposite where okay. he's at but i think totally well, different part of texas and it's a th- big state i think hill country they're used to it because it's a big part of the economy the on the weekend when i was down there on the weekends on the shoulders of the tour uh there's lots of bikes sure i mean everywhere you went there was bikes so there's a good chance a person passing you rides or maybe yeah. or they just know that there's a lot of people coming in and spending a lot of money yeah because they're dropping a lot of coin when they show up there and they're staying in the hotels and they're buying food and doing all that stimulating the economy yeah i think sometimes people get that you know um there was also no trash on the roads it's awesome 
I mean, I, I couldn't get over that. I, in fact, I told people, I was like, you know, y- you're not going to see these big piles of glass that we see. You're not seeing trash on the side of the road. Occasionally you'd see, you know, something that it was almost like it may have gotten away from somebody as opposed to somebody threw it out the window. Well, that happens every now and then you roll down your windows for the first time and mm-hmm. there's like a wrapper in your car and it just yeah. blows out the window and you're like, pick oh, crap. Up truck yeah. And you go to landfill. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was, and so, you know, I got to feel that like Texas pride, it's a real deal thing, man. Sure. It's super cool. And, and to be able to ride and not really have to worry about glass on the road. Uh, that was awesome. That was awesome. What was your favorite day? And um, why? Probably my free ride day. We, we did it overnight and, um, Greg and I, the, the event director took one of our participants and we went out and did a little scouting. And we did a route. So on our layover day, it was in Lukenbach and Fredericksburg. Oh, yeah. I saw them. Yeah. Pictures. And, yeah. And uh, so we had three different routes. We had a long route, a medium route, and a short route. And a couple of them went through Lukenbach. One of them went into Fredericksburg. Or you could just say, you know what? I don't want to ride today. You mm-hmm. can jump in the van and we'll take you up to Fredericksburg. There was museums and shops and all kinds of stuff. Oh, cool. Big, big German influence okay. in Texas Hill Country. You know, New Braunfels and Fredericksburg. Um, lots of German food, German beer, lots of German influence. Schnitzel? Yeah. Oh, I had German, nice. big German pancakes. So on that day, um, we did a little scouting just to kind of look at some different options and ideas. And, and Greg had some things he wanted to look at. So we went sort of inverse of everybody and had the opportunity to go through Fredericksburg when we could go into the bakery and get the big German pancakes before they closed that down. Nice. And then we went into Luchenbach in the afternoon and there's always somebody in the afternoon playing music out behind the well little and post the yeah yeah exactly and it was exactly that there's a guy playing steel guitar old guy with a big giant beard that would have made you look like you got a baby beard i know over there well it's a little I epic mean, beard yeah you have a little baby beard compared to what i saw down there These but I'll, dudes. I'll never look and back when i'm always looking forward <laughs> yeah looking back <laughs> i so um i would recommend this how did the old ruby x oh perform? okay so i'm going to talk about that How'd you do? So, um, There's a new one that came out recently. Yeah, we need. I want to hear a little <laughs> bit about that. I know you got something coming up at the shop on that. So the Texas roads are chip seal, mm-hmm. and they don't use like the chip seal that we're familiar with here, like a little pea gravel. Yeah. It's like ping pong balls, right? <laughs> and so it was the closest I think I'm ever going to get to pave. You know, actual cobbles. Yeah. There was this huge, massive chip seal. And that Roubaix, that Future Shock, man, it ate that for lunch. Good. No joke. It felt fast on, like, really, really rough terrain. It ate that chatter and didn't have any, you know, problems in the shoulders or in the elbows or in the hands. It really, I mean, the technology, I've always wondered whether it was just kind of like, you know, eh. But the bike was fast on that stuff. It was stable on that. Supple? Yeah. yeah Are you tubeless on that? Yeah, I am. Nice. So I did have um, a tire fail, and we talked about that. I'm yeah. glad so it took some extras with me. Mm-hmm. Um, and But I plugged it. Um, I got a, a little pinhole, and I had some sealant on the bike after the first day in the rain. And I think that was just grit. You know when it's rainy, grit right. gets caught up. So I had that issue. Uh, the next day that I rode, it let go. Spewed sealant everywhere. It was not going to seal. So I had bacon, and I just plugged it up. And then rode the last day with the bacon in. No nice. problems after that? No, no problems at all. It was super, super easy. Um, but the future shock, definitely. And, you know, we're going in and out of campgrounds. And some of these campgrounds, you've got long sections where you're on gravel. And, you know, the 28 the, the twenty mil tires with the future shock, man, just ate it up. Gave you new love for the Roubaix? Yeah, absolutely. Man, wait till we do shop talk if yeah. we're allowed to do that. I'll tell you about the new one. 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So um, that's kind of my wrap-up from Texas Hill Country. It's a tour that I would really highly recommend. Nice. Um, great food, great fun. We had about 30 people. So um, good bar- do you eat much barbecue down there? So Sounds like you ate pancakes the whole time. I would, <laughs> no, I only had the pancakes one time. We ate some great barbecue coming through Arkansas. Had some Ooh, great yeah. ribs mm-hmm. um, on the travel coming down from Roanoke. So we actually... Picked up a van in Roanoke, filled it up with gear, down and by the three river. of us went down uh, that way to Texas. So, because um, that was a catered event, right? You, yeah, yeah, yeah. Catered. So there, it was an adventure cycling event tour, and the event tours, as you described, are catered. They're bigger. They're not the van supported. Um, same basic concept. We carry your luggage, um, but in a, instead of you having to cook food as a part of a shared cooking experience you or it's a catered tour so we have a caterer that follows us from place to place that cooks us breakfast makes us lunch we have rest stops and water stops and lunch stops and then they're there that night um hooking us up with fantastic dinner i mean some of the best food that i've had anywhere really i mean it's good stuff that's awesome um yeah, so it's a tour that I would really recommend. I'm glad that I got to go on it again. Unfortunate circumstances, another leader had a problem, had to drop out. But you know, I'm I'm glad that I'm able to jump in, yeah, and and fill somebody else's shoes, and you know, keep everybody moving forward. Great group of participants, meant um, very experienced bike people um, that knew what they were doing on the road, knew what they were doing with the bikes. The bike showed up in great shape. Um, had a couple little glitchy weird things. Yeah, how how'd that one thing turn out? Um, uh, Call me about a wheel, I think, one time. Yeah, we had a spoke go south. Yeah. Um, we ended up swapping the wheel out. Okay. And then... They ended up uh, buying a new wheel at a bike shop or something? Or? No, we just we had some spare stuff laying around. We nice. swapped the wheel out. He finished the day on that. Okay. And we were able to get it fixed at one of the local bike shops in Fredericksburg. Sweet. Yeah. So it was. It ended up to be sort of a non-thing. Um, yeah, that was probably the weirdest thing, I think, from the course of the whole trip. Um, from a mechanical perspective, lots of flats. We had some folks on 23s and with that cobble kind sure. of chip <laughs> seal. Yeah. yeah, that was, that was an experience. We had a couple of pinch flats, um, on some of those, but, um, all in all, man, the bikes were in great shape. People were awesome. Just, just a fantastic, fantastic tour. So if anybody's out there listening that, cause I, I talked a lot about the podcast and my friend Sue, our friend Sue was there. Yeah, Sue. We got lots of messages from Sue. Thank you, yeah, Sue. Yeah, video messages. Yeah. Hey, you Sue. You didn't respond back, Wes. I know. It was awful. <laughs> <laughs> so Sue is our number one fan from Cumberland, Maryland. And uh, she um, made sure that everybody knew about my podcast, which was kind of awesome. It made me feel good. And so hopefully we got some people that will be listening now that weren't listening before. And I gave away lots of stickers, as I normally do. Stickers. Yep. So that was Texas Hill Country. So what have you guys been up to this week? The flu mm. and the new Roubaix. So talk about the new Roubaix. The new Roubaix is hot. I actually built our specialized reps up today. We've got a couple um, of shop models that are And in then the we've got shop of... models of, yeah, putting together. What's different? What's uh, everything. Yeah, okay. totally you different name bike. It, it's different. Yeah. Is well, the Future Shock relatively the same? No, no. Whole new Future Shock system. So it's okay. called the Future Shock 1.5 and oh. 2.0. Huh. And 2.0, which is on expert and above bikes, is controllable. Ooh! So on top, Ooh. I have a video. You want to see? So you can uh, go I'll from see it now. So you can pretty much go from totally open to pretty much locked out and everything yeah, in between. 
Oh, so, see, now that's what they've needed to do with that ready, bike. Ready? Ooh, open. Well, nobody can see the video that we're looking at, Joe. Yeah, so we'll post we'll it, put it on the internet. We'll put it um, on that interweb place. Yeah. I built up his. His was a new Force ETAP, which was wow. awesome. So that was a that was a fun build. So, um, it, it, with it being adjustable like yep. that, what is the range? Just open and closed. So okay. there's no like fi- you know when it, there's no fine tuning it. Mm-hmm. Now it's a I won't get in depth, but it's a whole. It's no uh, longer a damper spring. system inside. Yeah. There's hydraulics and stuff, so um, it did feel a lot different than the the normal one that everyone's used to. Okay. It just it had a way more positive feeling, and I only rode it like a mile today total. I mean, because that was my one uh, early complaint about the Roubaix yeah. was you know it, it had the medium spring in it, and mm-hmm. it it took a lot of power away. Yeah. So, um, now is that something we're going to see show up on a diverge? So in <laughs> in the future, I was told today that we'll probably see a new diverge come out in the fall because it's the, in the footsteps. Yeah, because the Roubaix got a geometry overhaul as well. It's a little more aggressive. So it's it's somewhere between where the current Roubaix sits now and where the current Tarmac sits now. It's kind of in that land in between. So what Specialized came out and said um, last week was basically Diverge came, the new Diverge came out after the Roubaix with the Future Shock system. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Diverge was pulling sails away from the Roubaix because of it having more clearance and such. Um, Makes sense. It was too similar. Makes sense. Obviously, uh, you can put 42s on a carbon diverge versus a maybe a 30 in the old Roubaix. Now you can um, totally clear 33s. I tried to get 30s in my Roubaix, and it didn't really work. So the 28 Gravel Kings. Well, it depends on your rim. Because I've gotten 32s on wide rims. Okay, because the profile's going to be shorter. Yeah. Okay. But the new ones clear 33s. Huh. So the clear 33s, the new Future Shock... Um, they changed the whole back end where you have your like, um, where you clamp uh, like 30 mil lower. They dropped it 60 mm-hmm. mil where it's uh, clamping the seat post with a new seat post. Okay. Um, so it's got more give in the back. So they lowered that even further. Yeah, and it's cleaner looking. Mm-hmm. It's re- like, it doesn't look like an afterthought so much anymore. It yeah. looks like it was built that and way. And it's more okay. arrow the way it's built. More yeah, like, so it's actually um, more arrow than the tarmac. It, is, it, is it look and feel maybe a little bit more like a uh, brackish cycles frame with that very low? stay it's about the same for stays but it's just a cleaner the way they finished it looks much nicer okay yeah which means the new divergence probably be badass right on right on yeah so that's pretty exciting yeah and then it's faster and more air well if you can if you can dial that that future shock on that roubaix Mm -hmm. all the way down and and you said the geometry is a little bit more more aggressive more aggressive then that's going to begin to tap into the tarmac sales Oh yeah, you well know? it's lighter, it's more arrow and it's faster. Wow, yeah, wow, new Roubaix specialized keeping their keeping everybody yeah. on their toes. innovator die. <laughs> yeah. So following up on that, we'll give the shop a plug. So Patuxent Adventure Center. So April twenty sixth, starting at five p.m. Whenever we change that event break, I already thing. changed it. Um, starting at five, we have a Roubaix clinic. So Roubaix is going to come down with a demo truck and our sales reps coming down as well. Peace. We'll have a Are bunch. Are you going to of- be here? I see Florida questionable. Uh, the 26th, I, I probably will be in Florida. Damn. Damn it, Brian. But you won't get to ride that one, yep. but we'll have them at the Suck. store. Um, so it'll be a trailer full of the new Roubaix. The demo driver's going to come in and talk to everybody about all the changes that <laughs> made the new Roubaix different from yeah, beer. The, the old one. And then you get to go ride them, and then we're going to have pizza and beer at the shop afterwards. Yeah. Awesome. But bring yeah. all your stuff. Bring your pedals, shoes, shorts, Everything, jersey. You know? Bring your stuff. Unless you no, want to ride flat pedals. If you know your saddle height, great. 
mark Even it down, better. bring it down. It makes it so much easier. But yeah. um yeah, come down. It should be a good time. So we start that at five PM on the twenty sixth. What's availability gonna look like on those? Is it gonna be one of those things where they get everybody hauled? They're already the we already got two like, for the uh, shop. I mean they're, they'll they're bring pretty available. Ten dozen or so. Not ten, ten dozen. dozen. <laughs> ten to a dozen. <laughs> Although but, we got um, a baker's dozen of bagels the other day, so we got an yeah. extra one. Well, I think spe- Specialized has a pretty decent availability for the 2020 Roubaix. Oh, yeah. The base level the base Roubaix is, is kind of the, the one that we're waiting until like June, I think, for. I wonder what I could get for my Roubaix. I better wonder. sell it now. I know I a place. I'll give you 500 bucks today. Yeah, you can't have it. <laughs> wow. And so that's exciting, but I really think actually what I'm going to hmm. do is wait for that diverge to come out with that yeah that, that sounds like it's it's probably gonna be badass because we talked about me at the last the mm-hmm. last you know go around one to get that one bike and hmm, wow wow because the future shock is is the real deal i mean it like i said in texas it just ate that chatter for lunch and it was oh, this, bad you should feel that future shock on this one i'm, I'm pretty so excited much better about too that. and that still fixes that one fundamental flaw where when you've got that bounce in that future shock it's robin watts now the, no, they've proven that wrong. Um, I know the whole little science, thing where the man, bike, science. where it goes forward, and I did feel that. I did. It did feel like it was quick. You know, it did feel yeah. like you know on all that chatter, it didn't suffer from that. It it definitely, and I know their whole thing with, you know, the future shock sucks it up and still keeps going forward as opposed to bouncing, yeah. and therefore it's faster. But when you stand up. I know when you stand you up, <laughs> when you stand up on a bike and you, you get that push and that bounce, I'm sorry, that's got to, I mean, over rough terrain faster. Yeah, I get it. But when, when you come up out of the saddle and you're getting that little, little sprint, when you're trying to hit a segment going up a hill, well, you should have got a tarmac. Well, yeah, I agree. I agree. <laughs> Not no more. Not, or I agree. I agree. Now, the adjustable one is only on the expert and above. Right. Okay. It now, sounds like there's the a 1.5. Which is a whole new internal, has the same feel, it's just not controllable on all the other bikes. Okay. So you can't turn it off on the probably like $4,200 and below. Okay. Okay. But so. in the future, it sounds like they're going to make that an aftermarket yeah. thing where you can replace your future shock with the 2.0. Oh, so, but nice. only for 2020 models and Ford. So it's not reverse compatible. So you, you could get one of the lower end Roubaix's and then, and then upgrade, upgrade the it future, later. Upgrade the future But let's shop. say you wanted it. It wouldn't no. fit on your Roubaix. Right. Not yet. Yeah. We'll modify it. <laughs> so And Dremel. Philippe Jobert won mm-hmm. pair Roubaix. First race on it. First ride. So that was, that was the 2020 Roubaix. Yep. Yeah. Sweet. That's super cool. Not bad for its opening week. Pinarello yeah. came yeah, out with a full suspension road bike. Really? Yeah, it looks horrible. <laughs> <laughs> we won't talk anymore about that, but yeah, that was uh, that's shop talk. Did wow, it, you know, and the that force uh, group set. Uh huh. Because I did red ETAP on Axis on Monday, and then did force today. Very similar, obviously, but that'd be an awesome with like a uh, eagle derailleur because you uh-huh. can put the, you can sync the eagle like a eleven, twelve fifty or whatever on the rear end with that for gravel go one by. That'd be a cool setup. The future is now. Yeah. You can mix match with all this electronic bullshit. Well, I wondered about that. Oh, when yeah. I when I got my Roubaix with the Future Shock, whether it was a technology that was going to be here to stay, and or if I was kind of getting that front edge, and it sounds like maybe I got the front edge, which looks okay. like it's here to stay. Well, yeah. the technology's here to stay, but what you're telling me is that it's fundamentally changed, and that the Future Shock that's on my bike makes my bike incompatible with the next version of Future Shock, which is... Better. Welcome to the bike industry. Yeah, yeah I know. I <laughs> Here's know. a new standard. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. So that's cool, though. Your it, axles it, are uh, 
standard though. We got Yay. that going for you. Yay. Your heart rate and monitor the, battery. The wheels are round. Your power meter is now obsolete, but we won't go <laughs> That's there. That's true. <laughs> uh, no, actually, it's not. They're going to they're gonna continue to support that. So, uh, Where are we going to go next? Emails and voicemails. We got them. Hey, we got a voicemail from our good friend Dave Pryor. Where's he at? Love Over you, Dave. At Unpaved of Susquehanna River Valley. Um, and he has got a special offer for our listeners, and I'm going to play that voicemail. And if you call in the next five minutes, we'll double. <laughs> <laughs> now for 19.95. <laughs> okay, I'm going to hit play, and we're going to hear Dave. I love his voice. Hey everyone, this is Mid Atlantic Gravel Travel and Dirt. This is Dave with Unpaved of Susquehanna River Valley. Um, just wanted to call and check in, let you all know how our registration is going for that. We are. We filled the full 120-mile course already. Um, 300 riders are going to be doing that. That's exciting. We're very, very, very happy that everyone's coming out for that. But we still have plenty of spots left in the plenty course, which is 90 miles, and the proper course, which is 54 miles. Both are great, big, beautiful days out on the Buffalo Valley Rail Trail and in the Bald Eagle State Forest. Um, both have fully stocked aid stations. Both have... Hey, I'm done paved party afterwards with beer party. and food. Um, so we, we'd really like to get a lot of the mid-Atlantic gravel travel dirt people out. Um, big fans. We're big fans of what you guys do. Big fans of the whole audience you're building. So a special offer. Breaking news. Special offer. Hashtag ad. Um, for all your listeners, uh, a 10% discount for the plenty and proper course. Um, and also any of the gear that's on our registration site too. Uh, hats and jerseys and all that fun stuff. So, on bikereg.com slash unpavedpa. Go there, sign up, and then use the coupon code MIDATLANTICGTD, all one word, capital M, capital A, capital GTD. That's MIDATLANTICGTD, and they'll get all of your listeners, all of you, hey, what, are you all mochis? Are we all mochis? Why have you named them? Mochi. All of um, <laughs> so all listeners can get 10% off, and I hope to see you all in Lewisburg on October 13th. Thanks. If you have any questions, give us a uh, ping us at uh, unpavedpennsylvania.com or on our social media accounts or talk to the Gravel Travel Dirt guys and they know how to get a hold of us too. Thanks. All right. And hashtag add back to your regularly scheduled episode 15. Bye. Thanks, Dave. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. Nice. I had someone come by and say, love you. Bye this weekend. I get it all the time. I didn't know who it was. (laughs) It was like, oh. I'm just so I'm cool. sitting at a gazebo by That's myself and my dog. <laughs> and so I was like, "Hey, love you, bye." I'm dog like, wasn't oh. supposed to be there. Apparently, yeah. I found out at the end of the uh, of Great Gravel. Yeah, um, Charles from uh, one of our listeners is like, "Did you know there was no pets allowed?" Oh, I'm like what? And he's like, "Yeah, they had it all over." <laughs> I brought Matt. I mean, Max is like the most mellow, you know, pet friendly dog I know. <laughs> No, well, you, nobody gave you any grief over it. Oh, that. no. No one's, yeah. no one's yeah. anything, but I'm like, oh, shit. So thanks, Dave. Um, yeah, that's so to awesome. Recap it. Yeah. You know, Dave has offered our listeners a 10% discount on the plenty and proper routes, plus 10% off the gear and merchandise on their website. Cool. That sounds awesome. Thanks, Dave. Yeah. Appreciate that. Doing big and things big. in this world. And we got some other little fun stuff in the works behind the scenes that we're going to maybe get a chance to talk about a little bit later yep. that we're going to do. Yeah, unpaved. Absolutely. Yeah. So I'm excited about that. I've talked to Dave a couple of times about some fun things. Cockfights. So <laughs> no. Um, okay, Frankie, uh, flirtatious Frankie. Oh, yeah. we, we met him. We met I, him. Yeah, in the flesh. I saw the picture, which you guys didn't put on Instagram yet. But 
So uh, Frankie sent us, we, we'd ask him to send us his uh, Dirty Kansas training update. And he did from April 4th, which unfortunately didn't make um, because we, we had that whole weird schedule. So I'm going to actually play that. This is from back in April 4th, so it's a little older. Um, but hopefully we can get into a regular rhythm with Frankie and he can send us. Frankie got so old since then. The installment of Dirty Kansas training. So it's uh, Thursday, April 4th. This week, uh, I've already started out just about like last week, uh, a rest day on Monday, Tuesday, uh, I do cardio in the morning, and a VO2 max workout in the afternoon, which ended up being a Zwift race, and a little bit of a, just a regular uh, ride on Wednesday just to burn some more calories and get more in my legs. Uh, today will be an outdoor ride with some friends, and uh, Friday... Looking like uh, fasted cardio. I have some parental things to take care of that uh, tomorrow afternoon, so Work balance, we'll be able to get in a second ride. But uh, Saturday, I'm going to try to shoot for 140 miles. Oh, um, so we'll see. I'm on the pan flat roads of Delaware. I actually do go through Cape and Lopen State Park in Lewis. <laughs> that is some of the only gravel that we have. Uh, sometimes I'll actually try to link state parks up. That way I get a little bit of gravel. Now, I do ride my gravel-specific bike. Good call. And mm-hmm. uh, that's what I want to get into this week. Uh, and as for Sunday, it looks like I'll either be doing a crit or a road race, uh, depending on which way I want to go. I do race for a team uh, from the Washington, D.C. area. Uh, who that is. Uh, mostly crits and road races, but, you know. They understand my need for gravel. Need for gravel. Uh, so this week I want to go ahead and talk about what I'm on. That's a Trek Boom 9, so a really a cyclocross bike. Uh, but the frame was gifted to me, so uh, I'll cracks. definitely take that. <laughs> Last year I ran a Diamondback 29er converted into a gravel bike. I made nice. like a Franken bike uh, with a fork and everything with the stock fork. Every bike's a gravel, gravel bike. So this year's totally different being on a carbon bike. Uh, running uh, DT Swiss wheels and 40-millimeter uh, Maxxis Renegade tires. Oh, sorry, Rambler tires. Should be Ramblers. 40-millimeters. Uh, uh, really tight in the back fitting, but it still doesn't touch. I think I'm actually going to go out down to a 38-millimeter four dirty Kanda just to give me a little bit more room. And as far as taking things on the ride with me, uh, of course, you know, I have all my lights, uh, you know, my speed sleeve has speed my sleeve. Speed sleeve. Speed sleeve. Got a smooth nice sack. sack. And an extra two. Sorry, Frankie. Uh, actually, I'm not. Tape to the frame. Nice. Because um, I'm running tubeless on my. But we got more voicemail in person. I must have ran the voicemail out of them. <laughs> yeah, Frankie. <laughs> uh, this is Frank, flirtatious Frankie again, round two. Uh, just kind of going he back won't give up. Like, like it's a Trek Boot 9. <laughs> Uh, DT Swiss wheels, running tubeless, Maxxis, 40-millimeter tires. Good recap. Uh, and t- every ride uh, <laughs> that's been long, I've been trying to take that bike. It's on a one-by setup uh, with uh, 1136 on the back and a 42 in the front Dang, for Dirty Kansas. Dang, you to for Kansas. going to definitely run a 38 yeah. in the front and 1142 in the back. Well, there we go. Um, me. I'll take a camel back with me. I was scared. I'm going to start wearing it. <laughs> But uh, the way the course is uh, set up this year, we're heading north, uh, and they only have two 
rest stops for actually having crews at, and they have a wow. water stop at the halfway point. Water buffalo. So I'm actually thinking about wearing a camelback from the first rest stop to the to the you know the third quote unquote rest stop to where I'll see my crew again, and I may just blow right through the water stop if I don't need to stop at all. So 100 miles straight is my thinking, but we'll see. And next week I'll go over my nutrition on the bike, what I eat on the bike and uh, now, and what I ate last year. It kind of put me over. And uh, let's just say gummy bears are your friend, and I'll go over <laughs> some post-ride nutrition with you guys. So until then, I'll see you on the road. Nice. Thanks, Frank. You appreciate that. That's he a seemed, good update. Yeah. He seems nice. He yeah. was nice. Yeah. And you guys got to meet him at Great Gravel. I won't yeah. talk about it yet. We'll talk about that when we get to Great Gravel conversations. Sorry. But no, no, I just want to keep everything kind of, you know, neat and tidy. I'll tell you about place. my big flaw of Great Gravel when we get there. <laughs> I okay. Messed, I messed up, Brian. Okay. No, you can never mess up, Joe. You're perfect. Thanks. No, he's not. So, yes, uh, yeah, that's funny because Joe, when, when, when he said he was doing the, when Frankie was had the uh, 1136 mm-hmm. on the back, I don't know if people can hear it, but you're over there going, well, he needs a 42. And then immediately he goes, but I'm going to definitely run a 38 and with an 11.42 in the back. So uh, he agrees you guys are on point with the nice. gearing selection. So Joey was, was right there. Well, we connected at Great Grab. Yeah. So cool. Um, thanks, Frankie. And I, I'm really curious to hear about nutrition to see what he's doing for that. Yeah. I'd like to know. Because we've talked a couple, you know, a couple times about the fact that nutrition is the dirty cans of nightmare stumble point that everybody kind of seems to bogged down on and so, mentally so cool that's frankie's uh dirty cans update we got an email from kevin scruggs says hey guys i heard you talking about the perfect bike for gravel road and bike packing slash touring on episode 13 i spent a couple of years and made one bad purchase before finally finding the right bike i bought a linsky gr260 they're actually up to the GR270 now, but it's basically the same bike where I run two sets of wheels. Set one is Stan's Grail Rims with Gravel King 35s. That's my gravel setup. I also run a set of I-9 with 25mm Conti 5000s. That's my pure road setup. I can ride the Thursday night group ride and then switch tires and run gravel on Saturday. The Linsky is titanium. You can't beat the absolute, you can beat the absolute crap out of it with little to no effect on the frame. I like that. I like hearing that. Uh, I can run 650 or 700 with no changes as long as the disc is the right diameter. I've owned way too many bikes, and this is the do-all, be-all bike in my opinion. Uh, did dirty cans on it last year. Then on my drive back home, I stopped by a buddy's in Kentucky and rode a pure road ride with a group. All I did was change the wheel set, didn't even wash the dirt off. So nice. that, that sounds like he's dialed in his one bike. Yeah. Congrats, Kevin, because that's, that's like what everybody's after. Mm-hmm. Holy it's a grail. big deal. Maybe we'll have to look at some of that. I don't know. Perhaps. What's the deal with Linsky? Come on, be honest, guys. What do you think? We get you a Chumba. Yeah. Chumba. I was going to say, I think Linsky's kind of tapered off quite a bit for me. I think there was a point in time where I would have really enjoyed a Linsky, but Linsky's kind of, I don't know, customer service. I mean, they've gone pretty much consumer direct, which is okay, but their customer service has gotten pretty difficult from the bike shop side of things. Okay. I don't know. So... Titanium, though, it sounds like oh, yeah. is the big deal. Well, you get a yeah. titanium frame no matter what name I like is on the said, side of it. I like when you said you can beat the crap out of it. And, oh, yeah. You know, it doesn't hurt it at all. Yeah. I don't know. My, oh, was it Linsky or Lightspeed? No, it was Lightspeed. Never mind. We had a few um, titanium bikes on tour in Texas. Yeah. 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 Uh, none of them were um, couplers. So you ever when you see on tour, you see uh, titanium frames with couplers. Yeah. So just, they take it apart to travel with mm-hmm. it. 
I uh, didn't see any of that, but saw a lot of titanium. Some pretty cool bikes. That yeah. should be your final bike. Coupled. They say it's no, the last. Titanium. Titanium's the last bike you'll ever need. Oh, yeah. It may not be the last bike you ever want, but it'll be the last bike you ever need. Because it's just. I'd rock titanium any day. Yeah. Chumber mosaic. Okay. All day. You want me a firefly? Hmm. No. Options, ideas, yes. thoughts, titanium. Hey, I picked up this news article off of Bicycle Retailer Online. I wanted to get you uh, mechanics opinion. Nerd on alert. Nerd alert. Bird polyethylene spokes put wheels on a serious weight loss plan. So I need is, some of that for my personal life. <laughs> yeah, just eat nothing but polyethylene Hold spokes. Hold Oh, yeah. This is out of Minneapolis. Polyethylene spokes from Bird can shave up to 200 grams from a wheel while offering an improved fatigue life compared to metal spokes. Simpsons did it. Sorry, I'll let you. <laughs> <laughs> well, the Simpsons are the, the, far, the, the harbingers of all things that happen. Um, they have grafted braided hollow polyethylene to a threaded stainless steel end that attaches to a standard nipple at the rim. And one of the things that they talk about, I'm not going to read this whole article, but that is one of the things they talk about is the fact that you can use standard rims, standard hubs with these polyethylene, braided polyethylene Spoke. steel yeah. spokes. Um, and it talks about how um, the, let's see, what does it say here? That there's been a few of these attempted in recent years. Energy. Okay. Uh, but none were, are they still on the market? No. No. <laughs> See? So yeah. it's like none of them remain it's on like the market. Whacker line. Yeah, they, they say they, they've come and gone. And it's like, well, yeah, because they weren't a good idea. No. Yeah. So <laughs> it says, you know, so you can use them for one straight pull or J-Bend metal spokes. Depending upon the spokes you replace, you can see up to 200 gram weight savings. And that is rotating weight. So you see an immediate notice. Um, they also provide some noticeable vibration dampening and resistance to catastrophic failure. A few of the filaments can get nicked or cut without compromising the strength of the spoke. And Wes, I'm going to give you the kicker. What's the kicker? Would you like the kicker? Uh, Bird sells the spokes to shops in one millimeter lengths from 250 to 310 millimeters. The spokes are the same whether used for J-Bend or straight pull hubs, making inventory simpler. Here's your kicker. Retail yes. pricing is $8 a spoke. Ouch. What's yeah. the cost on that, though? <laughs> I don't know. That's retail pricing. I was going to say, we just stock blank spokes and just cut them to length. Yeah, because you guys got that cool machine. Yeah, the Philwood spoke cutter. Oh, there we go. Yeah. That's $224, if you can do the math, for eight spokes, $256 for 32, and they are looking to add distributors this year. So go. What do you think of this polyethylene spoke thing? Tell shit. Tell tough sell for me. Yeah. Think so? Yeah. I mean, great. You might save a few grams, but it's like, well, rotational weight. I mean, two hundred grams is huge on yeah, a wheel set. I mean, that's... it's good, but I also don't want to sacrifice the durability of the wheel. You know, sounds like they've got that covered. Every sounds other... like they're confident in the durability of yeah. it. Every other Kevlar spoke I've ever worked on is a pain in the ass to replace. Mm -hmm. You know, you gotta get. You know, chances are I'm not gonna stock the right spoke length. You know, so I got to order the spoke. Now you got to get it in. Mm. Or I guess we could just put another J-Bend spoke in there and get you rolling. Right. But I think that's an issue. And then the fact that they're like, okay, you can nick nick the spoke and keep riding. They're like, well, yeah, but at the same time, spoke's going to break. You know, you need to replace that spoke. Right. Whereas just a regular steel spoke or an aluminum spoke, if you hit it with something, it's probably not going to, it's either going to fail or it's not, you know. 
Right. It's not going to nick. Yeah. And have a filament I, break. Yeah. Because I've seen too many Spinergy wheels where, because I'm also curious to see how when you tighten the spokes up, because I know that was the issue with Spinergy is as you tighten the spokes up, you have to make sure that the spoke doesn't wind up because it's a filament. Mm-hmm. And it's so basically well, this... it's got, it has a floating head and a floating end. But a lot of times as you get to spoke tension, you end up winding the spoke up and the spoke will twist. Wind me up. So here's, here's, they actually sounds like they may have addressed that. It says that they bond the polyethylene to a threaded end. And what really holds them together is that the way the braid works as a, like a Chinese finger trap. <laughs> so it's braided. The polyethylene no. fibers are braided. Right. And they pull on that and they do not twist, I would think. Well, well so as I twist the nipple... <laughs> As mm-hmm. I tweak the nipple, mm-hmm. as I <laughs> you just love going there, don't love, you? Love to do it. <laughs> but as I tighten that nipple to to add spoke tension, if that spoke starts to turn, yeah, now I've got to hold that still, you know, okay. without twisting, because otherwise it'll wind up. Because Spinergy had the same issue because it it basically floated inside the nipple. Sounds head. like these aren't Spinergies though, Wes. Yeah, right. they're made from plastic. So, so is this something that you guys like? Um, right, hold on, let me do the math. I just built up. A set of wheels that are 28 spoke each time. I just did two. the math for you, dude. Okay, yeah, 56. How much did you say? $8. $224 for a 28 spoke wheel. <laughs> he did say it already. <laughs> All right, so it's, I'm $448 for my wheel set. Just spoke. Right, yes, exactly. That's not cheap. And it also says there is something they will... Cheap's relative. Um, and that's very for, expensive for me. For $595, you can send them a wheel set. And they will rebuild it with their polyethylene spokes and send it back. For how much? Do they do colors? Five hundred and ninety-five dollars. Ooh, they, they have been sold if they had colors. I they just get they were white colors. and they were kind I of ugly. Be like industry nine, but not. Um, it says nine. that they will. I think as like an emergency spoke, I'm cool with it because you can so fold these it up. Fiber spokes because you could I essentially roll things. it up and and hide it somewhere. Or you could tape your regular spoke to your chainstay. Or you could do that. So it says the spoke braid will not absorb water or road grime, though grease may cause discoloration, and the spokes can be cleaned with soapy water like other spokes. Sub-zero riding conditions are no problem. So if you want to go out in sub-zero weather and <laughs> Perfect. ride your yeah. bike. Every day. He was one of my favorite Mortal Kombat characters. <laughs> sub-zero? Yeah. Um, so is this the kind of thing I was going to ask you? Is this the kind of thing at the shop that you guys would say, hey, if this is something that seems to be taking off, we're going to get these in here and tinker with them and play with them and see if they're... If somebody wants a wheel built with them, we'll, we'll build it for them. But I, yeah. it probably want to be my recommendation. Because you couldn't do just one spoke. You'd have to build the whole wheel that way. I'll do one by one. Yeah. I mean, I mean, they even did the Kevlar like emergency spokes a long time ago. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they still make them. Yeah. They come in like a little fishing yeah, we, can. We yeah. carry them. We carry them mm-hmm. on tour and... I've never been able to get them to work. Yeah. I don't so, know. It's, it's been done. There's a reason nobody does it still. Right. It, it just doesn't work. So the verdict on polyethylene spokes is a wait and see or a no-go or... I'm probably never interested in them. Never interested? <laughs> no. Okay. So I found like a dud of a story to, to No. I mean, I would try it. Why not? Sure. I mean, for a little bit you of money. You didn't think the future shock was going to work, did you? Right. And it worked. And it worked. Cannondale did it first. No, that's a head shock. So there we go. So joining us now is Nadine Hughes. Welcome to the to the podcast, Nadine. Thanks for joining us. Oh, thank you for having me. So Nadine just recently joined these fellas and some other folks from Gravel Travel and Dirt at Great Gravel Crusher up in Pennsylvania. And we, I have been um, waiting for a while now to hear about the event, and these guys haven't told me much. I've heard a few things. 
because I wanted it to all be on the podcast. I want to hear their experience of grape gravel. And Nadine, I'm, I'm excited because I'm hoping what you'll be able to do for us is to bring a unique female perspective to the discussion of the event. Sound good? Absolutely. Cool. So before we talk about grape gravel, though, um, where are you calling in from today, Nadine? I'm from Lesby, Maryland, and I've lived here for over 35 years. Wow. 20657 represent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so give us a little bit of your bike background, Nadine. You've been riding for a while, right? Wow. Yes, yes, forever and ever. My my dad taught me to ride. I've always had a new bicycle every year. Well, you know, Santa bringing me bicycles, and now I buy my own. Nice. <laughs> you play Santa. Yes, I, I'm my own Santa now. So what, what kind of bikes do you have in your stable of bikes? Oh, my goodness. Um, let me see. I have a trainer bike, which is a Cannondale um, that I've had. Uh, since 2000, and then I have a, a specialized Fat Boy, which I absolutely love. Two. And I have, a, yeah, and I have a specialized Campbell Full Suspension 29, and mm-hmm. I have my Ruby, which is my pride and joy. And and oh, and I can't forget my Sequoia. Or Sequoia Bros. <laughs> that's the recent, most recent addition to the. So at my count, Nadine, that's that's five bikes in your stable. Congratulations and well done. Yeah, a bike for yeah, all occasions. Yeah, it's taken me a while. <laughs> now you guys remember a few, a couple of months ago, um, Nadine went with us to um, the fat West bike Virginia. race. Rode, yeah. rode the fat bike yeah. race up in Davis, West Virginia. Yeah, she was smart and planned ahead with her gearing and all. Yeah, mm-hmm. just that's like right. this last weekend. And we had a ball at that, and we're going to do that again. I'm excited about that. Absolutely. Nadine, do you still have that yellow um, Trek that is like 4,300? Yeah. yeah, is that your trainer bike now? Uh, yeah, that's my trainer bike. And it's a Cannondale. Oh, it's a Cannondale. Oh, okay. you, you yeah. listed that one. You listed that one. So I was, yep. getting, I was getting ready to add a number six for you. No, that's five. I have five bikes. So Nadine, what's your take on the current popularity of, of gravel cycling? Wow. It's just uh, taking on, I don't know, it's like fire, you know? Everybody is talking about it. Everybody's doing it. Um, it's different. It's it's a little bit of everything. It's not just gravel. It's everything. So um, I want to pitch it over to these guys to talk about grape gravel, and and you, Nadine. I want I want to hear about the event. I want to hear about the day, how it how it went down. I, I'm just gonna say, Joey, go. I feel bad because I didn't write it. <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> but, but, <that's> show, <laughs> but showing up to an event. I mean, it, I was I was really pissed I didn't write it. So we were all registered. Yeah. And then I got to go to Texas, and then I Joey, got the black lung. Joey got the flu. So here we Wesley go. Wesley over here. Uh, Wes, tell us about the yeah, day. I want to hear. Well, we got there. Well, it it pretty much rained on us most of the way up um, to the event, and it had yeah. rained pretty heavy the night before. We got thunderstorms and stuff down here, mm-hmm. and then we get there. It's just a field. It was beautiful. Though. Yeah. When we got there, it was it was gorgeous. We took like a wrong turn and ended up going through this like little town at the bottom of a hill. I navigated. Cool. Yeah, and. Um, <laughs> Really pretty, you know, babbling brooks and like all the trees like oh, are in bloom at this point in time. So it's like it's like it's picture perfect town. Yeah. And um, they were like, "Where's the winery?" Because that's where we need to go. <laughs> so Joey, we plug in the actual location and we start going. We start driving uphill, and it just keeps going uphill, <laughs> uphill. <laughs> uphill, uphill. And finally, we get to the top of this hill, and here's the winery. Like, cool. Thank God I'm not riding. <laughs> yeah. We pull in the we pull in the the field and it's just it's a mud pit you know everything's wet you watching the car in front of you kind of slide as it pulls off like the muddy like single or double track that it's oh. on into like the rest we, of the grassy. We knew field. it was a bad day when we bottomed out the rack as soon as we pulled yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> Nadine, did did you ride up at the morning of too? 
or did you go up the night before? Yes, yes. Um, I was going to go up the night before, but I changed my mind. So I went up with Tom, and we left at 5 o'clock in the morning. It was exactly two and a half hours. We played leapfrog. Um, very pleasant. He was, nice. Yep, and I was all fine with that because he did all the driving. So cool. it was an easy drive. And, Very and easy Tom's guy. another patron, yeah. another gravel travel dirt patron, right? Yeah. I want to hear That's Tom right. come on and talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But there were a lot of people at that mm-hmm. event because when we yeah. when we pulled into the the lot, man, the um the hundred the hundred k people, the folks doing the the there's, sixty miler, there were there must have been two three hundred or so of those. Yeah. So yeah. Nadine, you did a yeah. great like live video on Facebook, which I watched down in Texas of the start I and it just you. they just kept coming and kept coming yeah. and kept coming it was ah. like is it ever going to end and i knew that's what you were doing you were you were um live feeding the start of the 100k right yes i yeah. was and it was so exciting it got me all excited to go they were cool. just kept going and there was so many of them yeah <laughs> so nadine your bike of choice was the sequoia how'd it do yes it did amazingly well no problems whatsoever i was um thanks to the guys at our local bikes the shop what shop is that is that right um yeah they helped me out with my gearing and everything before i went up and um i did all that training prior to um, zwift with the uh gravel grinder that was a 12-week challenge and i did that religiously nice it was a good thing i did Nadine's always on top of it. Like yeah. she, mm-hmm. she came in. She always is in like a month or two before the events happening. And like this, time I'm training. This, time I'm going to do it. Here's and the she, gear. She sets a, yeah. she sets a plan and she I does it. She sticks to it. Yeah. <laughs> so what did you change on the bike? You said you, you changed. Did you change some gearing on the Sequoia mm-hmm. for this? I did. What'd you, uh, what'd you do? West can tell you more about that. What did we do? She went 11:42. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That did a yes. Wolf Tooth Road Link adapter. Okay. And she put a new KMC and the chain chain on there, Celeste and black, so yeah. it matched the bike. The match really match good. Oh, so she's I running. I saw that go out. Forty-eight thirty-two on the on front. the front, and an eleven forty-two in the rear. And it did the trick. It sounds like yeah, because that was a that was a tough Absolutely. course. That wasn't that wasn't it a walk was in the all park. Climbing. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't walk any of it. That's oh, good because I nice. I ended up walking sections West of it at the the last part. I I was not prepared. I'm always I'm of the mindset I can probably ride that, and then I do it, and then I get my ass kicked <laughs> every time. <laughs> Nadine is a badass. Yeah, no, Nadine she she kills it. Wes, what did you ride? I rode my Fargo. It's blue. It's blue. It's blue. I blew, How did that uh, conversion go in the back for you? Really well. Did it? Yeah. Was it as smooth as? I had zero issues. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> No Are issues. You, did you or did you not? I had, I had no issues. Yeah, shifting was smooth. Yeah. Oh. Sorry, buddy. So, 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 so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wes got it going on. Yeah, he's so a mechanic says. up so in there. It's because <laughs> I I work on weird things. That's my problem. <laughs> weird people work well, on like, weird things. Like it's funny. Like we'll be at the shop and I'm looking at what Joey's working on. Joey's working on like this nice S works with like the new axis group, and I'm sitting there like trying to convert a fat bike to tubeless, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, you dug oh, so that you hole. Get, yeah. You get all hole. the weird jobs then. He's yeah, but I also them. volunteer myself for it. It's fun. Yeah. I like it. It okay. gives me a broader range, but nice. yeah, at the same time, time like it. yeah, nice. So. You, Wes, you and you and Nadine both rode the same course. Yeah, me, Nadine, uh, Jeff's Joey's fiance, and then Larry Paris from okay, yeah, another Patreon and from Tom, another and, patron. Yeah, we had Tom for the first part of the ride. Um, yeah, yeah, that is awesome. Yeah. yeah, Tom, Tom, Tom is not a patron though. Is he not? No, yeah. Wait a minute, which Tom did you ride up with? King, King. 
Oh, I thought you Tom King. I thought you were up with the other Tom. We still love Tom, Tom King. King. No, Tom King. Yeah. Tom, okay. Oops. Tom's not a pick. You can use his last name. And Larry. Oh, I forgot about that. Um, and Larry, he was texting all the way, and we were excited to meet up with him. He he rode, drove all the way up there, and then he had to turn around and drive down to Pisgah. So, yeah, I've been watching him post pictures from still, Pisgah all week. Yeah? Yeah, he's Pisgah. still riding. Pisgah. Pisgah. So what was your impression of... Let, let's not talk about the ride yet. I want to talk about the event, the before activities, the after activities, the 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 event side, not the ride side, Nadine. What was your take on that? I thought it was all pretty um, inviting, very friendly, um, very clean and well-organized. Um, I think the emails that they sent prior to and plus, I got the veterans. I had I, veterans ticket, so oh. that was only ten bucks. <laughs> so nice. I'm not complaining. Nice. Yeah, that's awesome. That is yeah. great that they did yeah. that. And um, so, do you guys hang out after the event, or did was it kind of like a, a a stow and go kind of thing where you put the bikes away and shoot off you went, or did you stick around? Um, yeah, I had to. Well, I stuck around for another forty five minutes easily. <laughs> she had to. Um, and I and I got all my food. They had um, pulled barbecue. They that had really macaroni and cheese. They had some amazing brownies. So nice. we got all kinds of food, and there was beer afterwards. Um, music. It was a uh, oh, really music. live bluegrass band. And I think really. Yeah, I think we found the only shade that there was in the entire place. I stick that out like at nine in the morning. <laughs> Wes, what was the weather? Yeah. What was the weather like? Well, it started Perfect. off like really nice, and then it got pretty warm towards the end of the day. Yeah, I got my second sunburn of the year. <laughs> cool. So, third one, you got the right arm the other day. Oh, I did get your my left arm. I got my sorry. left arm driving the other day, <laughs> and so third sunburn, I guess, of the year. So, so now we'll break away from the part that that Joey didn't, you know, because I'm assuming Joe, you were a part of all of this. Up until this point, I was yeah, Joey, the party. Joey, yeah, the party. Joey and, uh, locked down that shade for us, which was awesome because like that, that, that was the only downside yeah. to the, the, the after party. Was, was so, no the, so the music was going the all music day. Was awesome. Sounds like you had a great time. I didn't drink. Uh, I had one beer though. Even with the fl- so, you had the flu or some sort of creeping crud. I was at the tail end of it, but I my chest it hurt walking up the hill. <laughs> Thinking okay. in the car. So, so I tried smart. to do video and stuff. Smart, yeah. smart to kind of stay away from that. Now let's talk about the ride. Yeah. What was the route like, Nadine? Oh my gosh, it was brutal. It was um, everything under the sun, every corner, every hill. You didn't know what to expect. You didn't know what was going to come your way. You didn't know if it, it was gravel, there was road, there was sand, there was um, a, a, a rock garden, there was creek crossings, um, single tracks, fields, equestrian centers, um, the winery itself. And then there was some pavement. Um, so it was always different, always changing. You had to be on your toes. Nice. Um, otherwise, you'd be on your butt. <laughs> 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 <I'd be crashed>. Stay <laughs> on your toes or you're going to be on your butt. That's that's actually Yeah, nice. I did crash. I did go down once. It was did pretty you? funny. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I was climbing, climbing, and I'm clipped in. And I don't typically clip in when I'm single tracking. So I slipped on a rock, and um, I went down, and thank goodness uh, Larry didn't run over me because he was right behind me. Um, Larry was a trooper. He stuck with me the entire way, and he had mechanicals. 
He had a, a flat tire oh. towards the last, I don't know, 10, oh, I think we still had about 13 more miles to go, and he started a slow leak, so every five miles we had to stop and pump it up. Thankfully. So that was fine. I got a little bit of a rest, you know. But, Sounds like West uh, did, too. we yeah. pushed on. So was, was Larry running tubes? Yeah. Did anybody have tubeless yeah. issues, or was it purely? There were a couple other riders I stopped to help that had tubeless issues, but they were beyond repair, like gashes and things like, like that. Like rips in the yeah. in the tire in the mm-hmm. sidewall. Wow. Yeah. 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 That, that My tires were amazing. Yeah. What were you Everything running? Everything held up really well. I don't know. Whatever those are. <laughs> Probably the sawtooth. Sawtooth. Yeah. Sawtooth. Okay. Yes. Yeah. She had a nice um, stand But rims. everything was perfect. I didn't have any mechanical, any issues of shifting. And as much mud as I was covered in, you would have thought that something would have, you know, Gucked up. given. But yeah. nope. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing. Did you feel like you were ready for the ride? Like when you did it, did you feel like Absolutely. any of the, So none of the hills you were like, yeah. they were hard, but they, you know, you never felt like you weren't ready for it? Nope. Nope, I um I was fine the entire ride except at the very very end I was I was getting tired. Yeah, I was no. definitely getting tired. Nope. But I think all the training that I did all winter between mountain biking and the fat bike um, rides and my training on the indoor trainer, I was ready. I was definitely ready. Nice, that's not awesome. Not for the sixty, you know, not for the hundred uh, k, but definitely for the fifty. I should have. How did your training 50. go for that, Wes? Yeah, well, what was your impressions yeah. of the route? So my, my training started with a burger in January. <laughs> 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 and it followed suit pretty much all through the wintertime. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to sign up for this event. 30, you know, 50K. I can do 30 miles. No problem. And how much elevation was there? I think everybody's came back like about 500 feet off each other. So it was somewhere, I think it was somewhere between 2,000 and like 2,500 feet or so. But it felt like more. Well, okay, but in gravel and grit and grime, that that slog and that kind of climb. Yeah, I mean, at least tough. for the at least for the fifty k, because I think if you did the hundred, I think you were at like four thousand feet or so. Okay. Yeah. Um, yes, it was. So yeah. hmm. um, there was a pretty big difference there, but yeah, that I mean the ride was beautiful. I mean, mm. like Nadine was saying, like everywhere you turn, so they use sections of of road. You might have been on the road for a mile or two, mm. and then all of a sudden you would just immediate turn off into some gravel road that you know had just the gate to keep cars out, but. You went down, it was either double or single track. Um, you're along a creek, you know, people fly fishing down there. You, you cross a creek crossing. It was awesome. They had volunteers out in like the white clay preserve. They were picking up garbage um, out of the creek, off the side of the trail. And they were everywhere. You know, the park was huge because white clay is a big mountain bike park. Okay. So we pretty much skirted the edge of the whole park, um, essentially is what it seemed like. And we did like all the service roads um, and a couple of the actual like mountain bike trails. Right. And um, it was it was really cool, you know, just everything that you did get to see. So how many people started the, the 50K? It had to have been at least another 200 people. So once once that started, did you guys um, see people regularly? Was it like you know, there was always people on course kind yeah, of a thing? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. I got video of the mass start. Did you? Yeah. I'm going to put that on Instagram. It took like three minutes for everyone to get through cool a lot of people yeah it was probably till like the first rest stop that there was actually like a, a breakup of of people which was kind of a pain at the beginning because there were definitely some choke points um so leaving the event you go down like a big hill you turn right you're climbing up a hill and pretty much everybody's together if they're spread out mm-hmm. but then when you turned off the road to get on your first gravel road um you know you can only get so many people through one of those gates at a time 
Mm-hmm. And so there was a big backup there. Yeah, we and had then, one of those at BBR. Yeah, and then there wasn't a ton of room to pass, which was the only troubling part when you when you hit that first gravel section. So you were just kind of dedicated to a, a slow speed, which is probably pretty good for most people at the start, so they didn't burn out. But mm-hmm. um, once you hit that first red stop, rest stop, it was it was pretty wide open after that. Nadine, did you guys all stick together <laughs> or try? Uh, to Larry, I was with Larry. All the time. Um, Larry stuck with me the 100% of the time. And then we caught up with, or, you know, Jessica was up in front, so we'd see her periodically, pretty much. So there was the four of us that pretty much stuck together. And you were with them once? Yeah, I was with, I was with them pretty much the yeah. whole way, then we yeah. lost... We lost Jess. At the, <laughs> Jess heard there was like eight miles to go Zoom. and then never saw her again. You know, right? really? I think we just fixed like a mechanical for her too. Like she's like, I need help with this. And she's so we fixed savage. it. <laughs> and then so she got it fixed and she was gone. <laughs> never saw her for the last eight miles. How did she do, Joe? Oh, did she, she enjoy I, I've never seen her so excited from a bike ride. Really? Ever. That was her first like real <laughs> gravel event. Yeah. We've done CNO and stuff like that. but You could tell she was a little nervous at the beginning yeah. part of the ride, but then she like, she, she got into it. Yeah. yeah. She was mad that I wasn't riding. So she, I think she was a little like, I don't want to go, but yeah, my best friend here was supposed to take care of her. Well, it sounds like he did. He did. Yeah. yeah. Sounds and then like she did. left him. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. as long as she was in, ahead of him, anytime exactly. she had a problem, that's, that's he would come along and yeah. be able to take Eber's sweep. But so Jess was funny to ride with. Like she's like a, like a golden retriever, you know? So she's just like, she's so happy and she's like, Hey, good job, athlete. Nice work. And like, she's like high-fiving people and like <laughs> fist bumping people and stuff like Randos, that. And like, Randos yeah. that she has. We're working on her bike control though. Every, everybody just like, you know, like anybody that passed her, like was close to her, like nice work. You do it so good. Like, <laughs> I was like, man, cool. Like I've never seen somebody so like peppy. Cool. Yeah. So Nadine, compare this to like, um, like one of the century rides, maybe Smeco or something like that, where it's like a road ride. I mean, is it, did it have that same feel, or was there something a little different about it? Oh, no. This was different the entire way. <laughs> that was different the entire way. You're eating dirt the whole entire time. You are <laughs> filthy. You were filthy. Um, we were in water. We were in mud. We were in sand, gravel. Um, it was just so different all the way around. And the people are even, I think, different. Okay. Um, then... Then we even had the 100Kers, Pat Lapas. Oh, my God. So you had to make, yeah, they were amazing. They were just very cool to see. It was see. like we were um, standing still, and they would, like, it was probably their second lap, and they were blowing past us. So yeah, it was it was a yeah. lap? It was a lap kind of an event? I, it, I think they, they doubled yeah. our lap or something like that, but okay. I think they also did some other por- portion of the park. Right. Okay. Um, yeah. So to, to wrap it all up, would you do it again, Nadine? Oh my goodness! <laughs> you know I would. Of course I would. Yeah. You know you get me all excited about these things. I love doing different things, um, going different places, and with different. You know, but um, I I like that everybody gets excited about it. And then once one person gets excited about it, then it's very contagious, and I get sucked in so quickly. Cool. Oh come on, you gotta do this. So yes, I will do it again. So we've also <laughs> yeah. got um, gravel race up Spruce Knob. Would you join us for gravel race up Spruce Knob? That's in July, right? Yes, uh, it's July sixth. <laughs> I have to look at that. So one of the things I don't do, I do not look at the route. Um, t- uh, Tom's asking me, Joe, did you see what it what, what it entails? Did you see how many hills there? I said, you know what? I got I come with no expectations. Take it as it so comes. So I just nice. went, y- yes. Ignorance so is good yeah. advice. I'm I'm not being nervous. I'm not worried about things, and I just and it was so well marked. 
So you couldn't get lost. That's probably the only thing I worry about is getting lost. But no, um, it was so well marked and everybody was um, very kind. And, oh, yeah, you go this way. And it was um, just really a great event. Cool. Yeah. Wes, would you do it again? Yeah, I need to train, though. Like the last four miles, any hill that I came to, I was off my bike and walking because if I put any pressure on my legs, I was watching the muscles like contract in my, my quads and it was it was bad. My legs locked up and it was it was no good. <laughs> do, you, do you feel like the Fargo did well? Oh, the Fargo was perfect. I love that bike. I, I couldn't yeah. have been happier with the performance of it. Like I That was the perfect bike purchase for me. Yeah. Yeah. Joe, you going to get sick for it again next year? No, I was, I mean, it sounded like it sucked, but I was jealous. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, it's it's hard sitting there. Yeah. And, you know, it wasn't the easiest for everyone, but I also yeah. wanted to participate. But it's cool you went and didn't, yeah. like, bail. I mean, you're you're a part of it. And you got, I didn't want to, like, drop out of it. Yeah. At least. I like, think like, for So Ryan. the funny story is I tried, <laughs> I tried to do a lot of video. Uh-huh. And I took my big DSLR and microphone and was doing that stuff. But when we did uh, CNO last, the last shot of video I did for my phone, because I do like using my phone because it's 4K and stuff. And I right. use this app called Filmic. Because I can control a lot of my footage. Well, I left it on time-lapse mode. So the whole time I'm doing video on my phone with Filmic for certain shots and B-roll stuff. time-lapse. At the end, I'm, I'm going through. I'm like, why is this two seconds long? This was like 40-second clip. Everything was in time-lapse on my phone. So the only video I got is from my DSL. <laughs> so I got like the band and I got the roll. I got a lot of good footage I got to put together. Yeah. I tried to do portraits of everyone when they finished all dirty. Oh, cool. So I got a lot of photos. Nice. Um, but I would totally do it. Love to see that. And we'll try to get video out this week. Well, I'm bummed that I missed it. Yeah. And and then the next day was supposed to be Marty's, but I think with you being sick and you being destroyed. And um, Jess would just done it. <laughs> so I was like, yeah. I mean, we're going to get home at 9 or 10 o'clock at night. So we pulled it, the plug. It, we pulled the plug but, on Marty's. So we, we reached out to Megan and she's like, no worries. Just let me know when you guys want to come up and we'll, she'll she'll take let's us out for that. a ride. Yeah, I think that'd be a lot that. of fun. I'd yeah. like to actually make some sort of long weekend out of that because you would really like where that great gravel ride was at. I mean, it was beautiful. Cool. It, I, cool. I think that's what really made it so enjoyable was the scenery and, and they did a really good job at the course. You were never in the same place twice. Nice. Yeah. Well, I'm excited for um, Gravel Race Up Spruce Knob because I think of some of my um, ACA folks. Um, yeah. It looks like we got a window there and they may join us. Nice. And, uh, so I think that'd be an awesome... Fun is that a Saturday or Sunday? It is a Saturday. It is July sixth. It is the Saturday after. It's not like we can July pop 4th. out after work. It's so far to get there. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's really going to be a, a go up on Friday. Oh Camp yeah. Friday. You got to make it a weekend. You make it a whole weekend, mm-hmm. and then it's the thing on Saturday, and they got all that stuff going on Saturday night. So it's going to be another God, camp, and then roll back on on Sunday. Oh so. man, have you heard of sorry, Nadine? B three bike beers manjos. Uh, Bluemont Connections putting that on out okay. in West Virginia. That looks, that's this weekend. This weekend? Yeah, I'm trying. I want to get him to talk next week because that sounds like a you good event go? for next weekend. No, I'm not going to go. Do you want to go? Maybe. I wish. This weekend? I'll dance here. Maybe let's, not. Let's keep, yeah. we're keep it on it, but it looks like a, something I'm cool looking, for next year. Because uh, I'm got. i I'm bummed that I missed Grape Gravel, so I was looking You're for something to do yeah. this weekend. Yeah. Well, maybe we'll BBR is this We can ride on Sunday. Um, but I want to go somewhere where there's gravel. I want to, I want to, oh no, can I can I rope Nadine back in here? <laughs> yeah, come on back in, Nadine. Yeah. Hey, I, I had a question for I'm you. Right here. Yeah. So with with yeah. the event, um, you know, what do you what do you take? Like, why why do you think gravel so popular? Aside from it being, you know, just like uh, everybody's kind of into it. Like, what is it accessible? Like, do you feel like you're you're welcome to the events? And what make what what makes you feel it's different than like when you go to a century? What's 
I just, because there's been so many, you know, road rides and stuff, and you're on the road and you're riding with traffic, and, and there were all these stops, which are phenomenal. But I didn't know, I think the most interesting thing was I didn't know what to expect. So, it was all new. one thing is, you're not, you're not riding with all that, yeah, it's all new. Um, you're not riding with all traffic and cars. You're not worried about that. And that's a, a big relief. Um, crossing intersections, uh, roundabouts, um, whatever. But this is all, and the scenery, I'm all about the scenery. Like you said, there were the streams and there was the horse, the equestrian center, there's the winery. And it was just like, I couldn't wait to see all that. Oh, there was that Easter egg um, hunt too, remember? They had oh, a- the, the Easter egg hunt they had, and that was all, there was this field all covered with all these purple and pink Easter eggs and all these kids out there. Was, they had just, referees you know, for the Easter egg hunt. Oh, really? It was like massive. <laughs> oh, I, I also yeah. want to ask, like, as a female, how did you like it? Like, that I'll sounds like a, that's a pretty broad yeah. question. Well, but like, it, it's things like even like going to the bathroom. Like, I always take that for granted that at some of these events, it. you know? Yeah. Um, the first, well, the first half, there was no place for you to, at that first stop that we went to, there was no place to go to the restroom for for women. Yeah, the guys can go in the bushes and stuff, and I, and I had to go. I was like, okay, well, let's hurry up and get this done. All the more reason for me to get through quicker. But as soon as we got through the equestrian center, they started popping up. So I was relieved then. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Literally. So then after that, they were sporadically placed, and you had your options. Um, and it wasn't the woods. So I was all good with, good with that. Um, what else? Um, for women, I think they were. I think that um, there was a number of ladies there that were yeah, there was a lot. just hammering mm-hmm. it out. Yeah, yeah, and it was good to see that it was pretty evenly. I thought, you know, men and women. So um, there was kids there too. Really? Yeah. There really? A couple of people. Yeah, there was a couple awesome. of people with their their son or daughter. So there was, cool. I don't know. They might have been twelve. 10 or 12 years old doing the whole thing. couple tandems. So I thought that was neat. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, there was. Yeah. Cool. There was um, one person on a single speed. I said, oh, my goodness. Okay. Wow. Uh, and then there's, there's that no. runner. I don't even want to talk about the runner. The runner that beat <laughs> yeah, me all the hills. Yeah, as you're going up the hill, he's running past you. Forrest Gump or something? No, he was one of our cousins. All the hills. All the hills. So he's a ginger. three times. I said, that's it. That's it. You're, I'm out of here. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, I think maybe it sounds like maybe we've roped you into a gravel race up Spruce Knob, Nadine. So um, I'm excited about that. I'm going to make sure that that's on my do not miss list. Like, <laughs> so, and you should too. And you well, it looks like there'll be, there'll be plenty of them coming up, it looks like. Yeah. So. It's hey, a pick and choose how many, you know, how many things you want to do. That's true. It's true. There's so many things out there now. And the Mid-Atlantic yeah. is really kind of like Pennsylvania. They're coming up strong. Virginia's coming up strong. Uh, I don't think we've got anything in Maryland. Womp, womp. The hills are alive. Okay. Hey, Nadine, we're going to do this or that. You know our this or that. Do you want to stick around for this or that with us? I do. Ah, yeah. Yes. Okay, this is the part of the show where I'm going to toss a couple of things out, and real quickly, y'all are going to tell me which of the two items you quickly prefer. <laughs> uh, Nadine, since you are our guest, I am going to hand it off to you first. Um... Next is Wes. Ooh, ooh! Oh, so you you call me the screw up. Throw in a curveball, and then you were a mistake. And what? then, and then Joey 
is going to rationalize up, everything. Joey's going to bring up the rear. Okay. First item up for this or that. Lift and separate. Nadine, handlebar bag or top tube bag? Handlebar bag. Hmm. Hands down. Easy access. Interesting. Yeah, easy access. You can, you know, get in it, yep. Wes? Top tube bag. Why? Easy access. It's still right there. (laughs) Okay. Which one do you prefer? (laughs) I use the Banjo Brothers. I mean, I don't need a ton of space, but I can put my camel back on one side and my tools and food on the other, and I'm good to go. Okay. Huh. Joey? Handlebar bag. Yeah, you like that handlebar bag. I love that swift bag. Yeah. You put everything in there. Worked well on Jess's bike this weekend. Exactly. Not the bag I would <laughs> not the <laughs> not the bag I would use myself. Okay. Um, so for me, all of the above. <laughs> nice. You can't do that, Brian. <laughs> yes, I can. You can't do um, that. So I use Banjo Brothers bag. Sometimes well, I hold on. Are you, when you say top tube bag, are you talking about like the one that goes underneath the top tube, not the one like that's, that's a frame bag? That's not a frame top bag. tube bag. You got to change all well, your. It goes intakes. on the top tube. No, oh, it, it hatches, hangs from the no, tank. No, because yeah. salsa and everyone makes a top two bag. Ah. Like the little mag tank from Revelate, yeah. which I tried. I tried the mag uh, mag tank from Revelate, which oh, had a great opening and closing mechanism. But when I stood up on the bike, it was uncomfortable. See, I, yeah. I consider a frame bag something that's bigger. Yeah. So Top or, two bag will get you in the hoo-ha. That's what happened to me. Yep. Is And it had like those like had well, plastic in the... Yeah. So handlebar bag versus a top two bag, I would definitely go with a handlebar bag, but I've never really run handlebar bag. I do the Banjo Brothers frame brag like you frame do, brag. Wes. My frame brag. Frame, frame brag. brag. Leave me alone. <laughs> Hello, Parish. <laughs> and then I am a fan of the feed bags. Yes. Um, on either side of the stem. Yep. I'm a huge fan. And normally, I don't even put water bottles in them. I'm putting... GoPro, um, uh, GoPros, and uh, my wallet and my phone burrito, and uh, you could fit a burrito yeah. in there. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that. Next item up, Nadine. I am going to toss this one to you: roof rack or hitch rack? Oh gosh, hitch rack. Hitch rack. Hitch rack. Although it has, although your license plate. You got a fancy new hitch rack. I've been through some hitch racks. What's what is reason. what is your hitch rack of choice at the moment, Nadine? Oh, Sarah's. Yep, Aww. I had to do it because it it folds. Yep, it's made in Wisconsin. I like that, and Sarah's. it folds down, and my license plate is very visible, and I have my fat bike um, little cups on there, trays, and um, so I'm good to go. I can carry two bikes, and I guess you can get um, one that actually fits four bikes. Is that correct? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, little plugs and there pretty big so yeah it's very easy for me i don't like to lift anything up over my head so my car would be too i'd have to have a step stool to get up there yeah wes what about you i think if i had a car or a sedan again or like a wagon i'd do roof rack i really like really them. yeah i can put four bikes up there no problem i've got most of the stuff already but i'm back to like a santa fe and it's i've got roof racks on there so i can put bikes up there but it's like Nadine said, it's a pain. Like if it's I'm on like too high. If I go to Joey's house on his hill in his driveway, <laughs> getting a bike on or off there is a life and death situation. So you would say to the roof rack, "What are you high? Still too high? <laughs> Don't forget to bring your towel." But uh, <laughs> you know, so for my current situation, I would run a. I'd like a hitch rack. That's what's in there okay. right now. I've got Joey's transfer. What about you, Joey? False. False. My LA is in my cab of my truck. No, I said I have your hitch rack. I know. I got a. I got a four door pickup. Mm-hmm. So it starts with a cab, and okay. then it's bed, 
and then I have a kuat, and then the finally put something on the back. Yeah, and putting crap I, on my roof. I did that for a long time. Is I just carry my bike right in the back of the truck. Well, if it's just you know, for me and Jess, yeah. sometimes they both you know, there's like F one that cab is huge for two bikes. Yeah, yeah I have an F one fifty two, and it it all fits just fine, yeah. and you don't have to worry about the bike being outside. I did yeah. that for a while. You can lock it. But I'm a hitch rat guy. Well, I would say you want to sell your new Saris. I don't I want will to s- happily buy it. For I you. have. I have. I want to product test it. So. You're not going to get that because I have absolutely God, you... positively fallen in love right, then with I want your that four bike. MTR. Now, that might be something we can right, discuss. So discuss. I'll give you a dollar more every time. So. <laughs> Thank you, Wes. That'll be awesome. Services. Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> so, the MTR, uh, Sarah sent me that rack ahead of release, and I've had it on my truck for about a month now. Solid, solid platform. So it makes so clean. much sense for the truck when you show me all the features. Oh my goodness! And the ability to to pull it. So I am going to get the additional two bikes. So I'll be able to put four on there. But I'm going to leave it on the on the truck as a two bike, and then put the two bike extension on it to make it a four bike rack when, when I need it. Is it expandable easily? Yes. Okay. You pull the piece off. You drop the new piece in and flip it, and it's done. And it's structurally stable. Oh my goodness! Yes. Okay. I also um, like that it's stepped. I'm already like, sold on the it, whole thing, but yeah, because we probably wouldn't have drug the bike rack on the ground point in that parking lot. Right, because the, the last back, and you can you can fold them, so all of the trays fold out, so that when you're putting the innermost bike on the tray, you can literally walk right up to it and lift the bike up and set it on there. You're not trying to reach over three other trays to put that rack on the inside, and that in and of itself. Um, Nadine, you would not like it because it firmly blocks your license plate. <laughs> you can't even see that I have a license plate on the back of my truck. Oh, Rebel, gosh. Brian? I don't care. <laughs> Rebel. Those police people will be stopping me and pulling well, you, me over in the morning. Brian's a bad boy. <laughs> yeah, you know, recently Michigan passed a law, I think it was last year, um, that said, so what? They basically said, you know, a bike rack or any kind of um, recreational accoutrement on the back of your vehicle that made the make your license plate more difficult to see not a violation michigan so that's there you go right there there you go so next item for this or that morning ride or evening ride nadine oh gosh i like them both that's a hard choice that's a very hard choice i think most of my rides are evening okay but i am a morning person you know, mm-hmm. um, but yes. I work, I work in the, I work. So morning rides are kind of like out of the question unless I'm on vacation or in the summer, but evening rides, all our, all our rides are pretty much evening. I so. see you on Zwift at four oh, o'clock in the morning. Yeah, I do. Uh-huh. <laughs> out of necessity. <laughs> Cause I work. <laughs> Wes, what about you? If I had the discipline, it'd be morning ride. Okay. Yeah, morning ride, because I always feel so much better about my day when I've ridden in the morning, you know, maybe till like 11 o'clock or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then the rest of the day, I, it's wide open, so I can do whatever I want, and I feel pretty good about myself. Okay. I typically end up doing evening rides, but I'm always like, how do I squeeze that in? I got to account for daylight. Like, I got to, you got to plan a little bit with the evening ride. Like, yeah. how much daylight do I have left? What else do I have to do? And I got to go to bed at some time. Yeah. So, I like morning ride. I think it's easier. Joy? I love to be a morning ride person. But us in the bike shop life, we run a late day. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, I would love to ride mornings, but generally, you know, we get off at seven. By the time I'm done dinner, it's almost nine. I'm going to bed late. So I'll sleep till like 6.30 or so. Okay. When so I could ride tough. a lot before work, but morning rides are peaceful. Yeah, morning. Less traffic. Yeah. yeah. 
And, it's usually uh, cooler if it's, if it's hot in the summer. Yeah. So I, I personally so lot, prefer Yeah, summertime, I'll switch to mornings if I can. Yeah, you get you get that. Plus, you're all cooler. jacked up if you're riding till late in the evening. Right, and like you were saying, Wes, it's like you you feel good about the way you yeah. started your day. Yeah, and you're you're you've gotten that accomplished, and now you can go about doing other things. I'm gonna ride tomorrow morning. Go rob a bank. So, morning rides. Yeah. Last item on this or that, Nadine, hot dog or hamburger? <laughs> wow. Um. Shoo. Probably hamburger. I'm very fussy about my hot dogs. They have to be burnt. Yes. Oh, the best. Oh, you're one of them. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. no. I didn't know oh, that yeah. one. We invited her on. <laughs> I love burnt. That's the only way to eat them. them like no, Wes, hamburger. Hamburger for Nate. Now, cheeseburger or hamburger? Royale with cheese. That's only in France because of the metric hamburger. system. Okay. What about U.S.? Well... I'm a vegetarian, so I have to go black Dang, bean burger. Dang, that was my answer. I'm a vegan, though. <laughs> you are not. I know, but I do love a good black bean burger. But cheeseburger. Cheeseburger. If I had to pick. Cheeseburger over a hot dog. Oh, yeah. Okay. Hot dogs are they're good, but... It's if, like the byproduct. It's like, hey, whatever's left, put it in the hot I dog. I do a bratwurst yeah, over yeah, a hot yeah, dog, but that. cheeseburger every okay. day. Joey? That's tough. I do love my schnitzel. I love burnt hot dogs, but a good burger? Mm-hmm. I love me some burgers. <laughs> I would, I would, ah, this is a tough one for me. It really is. Cause I, I like hot dogs, but. Have you ever a, done hot a, dog hamburgers? No. What oh, is where that? you roll that you into a hot dog, a hot dog You roll the hamburger meat. Have you been dog. to Seven Eleven and got one of those cheeseburger <laughs> oh, yeah. dogs or whatever yeah. they are? That's when you hit a low point in your life. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm going to say hamburger, I think, but a good hamburger. It's got to be a good hamburger. Yeah. It can't be like, you know, like the frozen patty. Nope. The puck that you throw on You need a good 80-20 the... mixture. Yeah. You need a, need a nice grill. I'm going to do that. Some I'm going to go seasoning. with and cheeseburger, and it's got to have all of the fixings. Man, mm. next time we have to put do... the cheese inside, too. You ever done that? I do cheese on top. I don't mm. like cheese inside. I do both. Cheese on the inside. No, yeah. onions Bird. inside. Huh. No. Yeah. Next time we'll have to do charcoal or propane. <laughs> <laughs> I have a pellet. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you, Nadine, for coming on the uh, podcast today. This was a lot of fun, and thank you for your insights into... Uh, grape gravel from from a woman's perspective it was fun to get that kind of um that 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 take and thanks for being such a big supporter yeah yeah thank you I, she had a sweatshirt and everything on this i weekend. know yeah she wears the sweatshirt. yeah i did i wore my yeah, gravel travel and dirt she likes us better um, than we like ourselves yeah <laughs> we don't have ours yet <laughs> <laughs> one more question on great uh, on gravel we didn't talk about the guy any the folks you met up there oh yeah all kinds of people so and not even right. We met flirtatious Frankie. Wait, how, how could we? Mike how can Porter? it be this late in the the podcast when we're just talking about your opportunity to meet flirtatious Frankie? Drunk. What? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Flamingo got to you. No, so, well, I was standing in line to get my beer, and he's like, "Hey, are you Wes?" I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> what What do you want? I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> what's it to you? He's like, "I'm they Frankie, flirtatious Frankie." I was like, "Oh, sweet," you know. And nice. So we went some pictures. And we did pictures, which is like weird but really cool you know it was yeah. cool but it was like uh, i don't know i'm not great for attention but uh it was, you love attention it was a lot of fun no wes is not an he attention loves, seeker yes, he is. no he's not no I'm make him no, no, <laughs> no just feed no. it to his head but um no it was really cool to chat with him and and just kind of see what he's doing and you know he, going back to delaware to do a, a crit the next day you know he, he had a lot going on it was it was really fun nice. to kind of catch up to him and then cool. we we met mike um mike porter because just took him out oh <laughs> bike the ride well like <laughs> So Mike was on the ride, and uh, it's like, "Hey, how did, nice to meet you." Yeah. My fiance almost killed you. 
<laughs> yeah, Mike was a super nice dude. I, I, we rode with him for for quite a while, probably like five five or eight miles or so. We rode with Mike, and uh, again, another person in much better shape than I am. And uh-huh. uh, he's like, "You Wes," and we we kind of started talking. I think we had stopped for um, like somebody needed to use the bathroom or something like that, and so we stopped and we started chatting. And I uh, started riding with us, and uh, man, I just <laughs> I felt so bad because I think he would talk to me, and then I would just like in my head, I'm like, I can't think of a word. <laughs> just trying to get up this hill, and <laughs> he's just like, yeah. So I had this idea, and like, and, and I felt bad that I just wasn't interacting with him so much on the climbs, but on the on the downhills and the flats, we we had a good talk, and uh, we hung out a little bit at the uh, at the end there. Cool. But, yeah, it was fun, cool. and I think he had a buddy that they bought a, a single speed Kmart bike for. And his buddy was kicking everybody's ass. On the Kmart bike? On the Kmart single speed. Oh, that's much fun. Yeah. That's no, it so was, much fun. Yeah. That bike was garbage, but. <laughs> so, sorry to drag you along with all this rambling here, Nadine. We apologize. I passed out a lot of stickers, <laughs> that's too. That's okay. That's okay. I know exactly what he's talking about. So you passed out stickers, too? <laughs> a lot of people. Yeah, cool. I cool. made sure to tell them. Cool. And we need to make sure, again, people are getting their stickers. So we need to. Well, I got to send some to. We got a whole list of folks we Ted need. Ted and Casey. I already took care of Casey, and I think uh, David down in Cape Coral needs some as well. Oh, Cape Coral. Yeah. So anyway, I'm going to let you Corral. go, Nadine. Thank you so very yeah, much thanks, for, for coming Thank you. on the podcast you and, right. thanks for and your take, and uh, looking forward to Gravel Race Up Spruce Knob. All righty. Take care, Nadine. <laughs> All, All right. right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. Thanks for listening to this episode of Mid-Atlantic Gravel Travel and Dirt. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and leave us a review wherever you listen. I don't think we've gotten any new reviews lately. I don't think I've checked. Well, I, I checked not too long ago. We need some reviews. So this is a blatant call for review all us. our listeners. We want your honest feedback. We want a good review. Yeah. Give us a good review. <laughs> An honest feedback. <laughs> if it's not five stars, just don't even waste yeah. your time. And if you do, we'll delete it. Yeah. It is the way, though, that other listeners... I will find you. It, it is the way that other listeners you. can discover the podcast. And if you want to consider joining the team, check us out on Patreon or PayPal. Um, you can connect to us on either one of those channels through our website at graveltraveldirt.com. Maybe that isn't right for you. That's cool. Just keep doing what, guys? Listening, Listening with your ears. Sharing with your fingers. Wow. Whoa. With the tickety-tack oh, on yeah, the old uh, social media. Yes. There you go. <laughs> on your phone, you need to share the... Good. Every every and car if you're ride you share something bad. Share us in a message first. <laughs> share something bad? No, if you're gonna write us something bad, write it, send us a message before you put it publicly. Because <laughs> we can, I'll fix address it, your issue. <laughs> we can fix it, <laughs> or we won't. We might not care. <laughs> Absolutely, just keep listening, just keep sharing, and help other people find all the good gravel stuff. Um, maybe even considering uh, purchasing a T-shirt or a sweatshirt, like Nadine did through yeah. our website and wearing it to all of these fun gravel events. Um, when Salvatore, you buy yeah, Salvatore showing up all, all kind of places with his mm-hmm. uh, gravel travel T-shirt. Nice. Um, so excited about that. When you buy one of those T-shirts, it's like a couple weeks later, you put on a pair of jeans, and you happen to have a twenty dollars bill in your pocket because it showed up six weeks later. Bingo! Every Just that's how you you'll buy. feel every time you wear that T-shirt. So one thing we did not do today um, was go over Strava Club, but we will hit that next week. We had, I knew we were going to have a big episode. This one we're talking about the yeah, trip and. And grape gravel. So we did not. So we did not do that. So if you're on the Strava Club, sorry, and you feel slighted um, because you, you're you did at the good top. this week. Good job. <laughs> good what if week. I top ten this week? <laughs> Joey didn't know. ride his bike. Damn. Do you want to pull it up while I? No, uh, no, no. So um, call us. 
how to contact us. You can get us on on the web at Gravel Travel Dirt. I'm doing your thing, Wes. This you just keep going. Thing. No, go it's, for you're it. You're excited. You're back. Hurry up. I am excited. No, I, I won't. I missed take, you guys. I'll take my time. Go ahead, Wes. Well, if you're familiar with the internet, you can find us at graveltraveldirt.com. If the internet's still your thing, but you want to do it more fancy, find us on Instagram, Grammas <laughs> at MidAtlanticGTD. Give us one of those thumbs up, little heart buttons, send us a message. I don't care. Don't use the stories. They're dumb. I can't figure out how they work. Stories are great. Yeah. Also, if you want to call us, leave us a voicemail. Please do so. I don't care what you've got to say. Just call us. We'll put you on. You can give us a call. At <laughs> unless, unless Brian picks up. Yeah. Brian will pick up the phone sometimes. And, and if he does, like, just hang no. up. Yeah. Just hang up. Don't yeah. even say anything. But call us at 410-231-3850. And don't forget the YouTube channel. Oh, yeah. That's, we, that's Joey's thing now, the YouTube channel. Yeah. We got a great gravel video coming we're gonna up. We're going to have week. lots of time-lapse videos. Yeah, it's gonna be, <laughs> you're going to have epilepsy by video. <laughs> you guys got anything else before we shut this rest down? Yeah. April 26th, the rebate demo. And yeah, we've April got the, 26. and then don't forget Dave Pryor, the, the discount code for. The discount. I'm going to yeah. put that on um, all the places. Oh, also, we got to fix the show notes. Sorry, we know now that none of the links work. Ah, they didn't. Got a message on Instagram. Okay. Our so, links don't work. So see, yeah, if you want to hit us up like that, do that too. Yeah. Give us some feedback. We'll get all the things to work because mm-hmm. we're just we're just figuring this out. Yeah. Well, so, Brian does most of the work. So thanks for riding along, everybody. And until next time, do good, be nice, go slow, respect others. Love you, bye. Love you, bye. Love you, bye. Love you, bye.